Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we help personal trainers, studio owners, and fitness enthusiasts get financially strong. We're here to show you that managing your money can be even more fun than hitting a new one rep max. And the best part, you already have the skills to do it. We're your hosts, Kelsa Dickey and Jill Emanuel. We love talking about money as much as we love hitting that new PR or talking about our favorite protein fluff. Welcome to the show. All right, you guys, we are back. Last time we talked all about the different thoughts, the mindset, the limiting belief, things that were showing up for you that maybe are holding you back just a wee little bit in your financial life. But today we're really diving into some of the actual ways this is showing up in your day-to-day life, in the actions that you're taking, in the way that you're living so that you can really recognize like, what is it that I'm doing right now? that is impacting me because I trust that it is. It is happening. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. The first one is running around, putting out fires, reacting to everything, taking clients you don't love, charging too little, not charging for your expertise, and ultimately exchanging time for money. Man, that was a lot. Like, dang. Okay, we're done. Episode done. We just told you all the things that are happening. (laughs) That was just one of 10, Joe. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is like a wild life to be living that way and feeling that showing up in so many different ways. And I want to get really granular and practical with this on like exactly how is that showing up? Because I think it's really important to say that, but then I want to get super practical. So when we say running around, putting out fires or reacting to everything, if you've ever gotten the call that like, oh my God, a bill didn't get paid and now it's three months past due and they are threatening to turn it off or it got canceled and so you're kind of freaking out, that is because... We didn't have a plan for making sure that just everything is getting checked off, right? Right. Like everything that needs to get paid is getting paid. It takes two seconds, literally two seconds every, I would say quarter, Jill, right? Like it is really fast to just make sure some of the recurring expenses are getting taken care of, right? Right. Instead of in that moment needing to make calls, probably paying some fees because we now need to turn something back on, or just the embarrassment of that, of right. like, oh, I just, I had the money. Right. I just wasn't paying attention. Right. Yeah. Right? Well, like not even to that extent of like multiple months, but gosh, like if one thing overdrafts in your bank account, yes. right? Like one thing overdrafts, but then you have other things that are going through your bank account that day, automatic withdrawals or something, suddenly one overdraft turns into four, maybe mm-hmm. inside of a 24 hour period. I know that I experienced that firsthand. Like you probably never overdrafted your bank account, Kelsa, but in my former life. <laughs> I personally didn't, but my husband did all the, all the time, time when we first met. And he jokes all the time that he was my very first client. Right. Because that was his MO is he overdrafted his checking account like every month yeah. it seemed like. But the other way that this shows up too is if you are responsible for invoicing your clients or charging their cards and you're not systematic and routine in a really really simple way. This isn't something that takes a lot of time, but just a really fast way of staying on top of that. Then likely what you're doing is spending 
all day on a Sunday going through and figuring out who do I need to charge? When was I supposed to charge them last? Getting it all done, but spending like eight hours on a Sunday doing it, right? It's super reactionary and chances are it's like, oh crap, I better charge some clients or I better get my invoices out because I need the money. Right. I got rent due. due. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. So true. We see that showing up all the time. Another thing that we see is that you are just so tired of being broke, right? Like you are mentally exhausted. You can't do the things that you want to do. You're like looking every month, week after week at your bank account and like never seen anything more there. And it is an exhausting hamster wheel to live on. Absolutely. Or maybe you're simply feeling burnt out. Mm from not taking vacations right so if you are charging time for exchanging time for money then if you are exchanging time for money then chances are you can't take a vacation or feel like you can't take a vacation or you schedule one but you work twice as hard before you go and twice as hard afterwards or you're taking a vacation but you're working while on vacation and so you're not getting the true rest and recovery that you really need that is a sign of financial burnout yeah i mean i see it all the time with brand new clients when they come on especially those that are business owners or contractors they are truly like they don't get pto they don't have vacation time so they have to physically be there working like they have to and i'll talk to them about like how much do you want to be saving for vacations and they're like well I don't really travel and I'm like was that because you don't want to travel or because you feel like you can't travel and you've never really tried to plan for it and it's usually the latter like they want to go but the reality of how to make that happen or can I realistically make that happen it just feels like nope too much I can't handle that right now I'm not going to plan for it I can't put my attention there. Yeah, and a vacation doesn't even have to be some exotic destination that you travel to on a six-hour flight, right? I mean, it can be a staycation. Right. It can just be a weekend off where you, maybe you want to lay out by your own pool if you have one, or if you love organizing and like doing home projects, like maybe you just want to spend a weekend doing that and not feeling as if your business or your finances are going to be negatively affected because of it. Yeah, for sure. Another way that this shows up is competition expenses. So whether that is the uniform or the outfits or the posing coach or the tanner or the lifting equipment, um, coaching, training, really life in general going on a credit card, right? So we see it in all different ways, whether it's kids' activities, right? right? Or car repair, because we didn't have the money for it and the car broke down and we had to get it fixed, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So putting life's expenses in general on a credit card, um, that is one habit that is definitely causing stress that we've got to shift pretty quickly. Right, yeah, and it's something that we easily can turn around with some good systems and habits in place, which is what we teach our clients. We're going to give you more of those strategies later but definitely it's something that can be solved overnight almost Mm -hmm. you know it's incredible once we get the system in place another way or another thing that we see that happens very often for people who are feeling a lot of financial stress is that it is greatly impacting your sleep so 60% of people you guys 60 60 not 16 not 6 60 
percent of people experience sleeplessness or anxiety because of money stress. So you are not alone. No. If this sounds like you, you are in the majority. Right. And it may not be like it's showing up every single night, but this is something that's regularly showing up every month, maybe when a certain bill is coming due or that you had a conversation with your spouse and now you're tossing and turning, worrying about it. This happens very regularly. And lack of sleep, it not only impacts just how you feel about yourself or your confidence, but if you are someone that's training, you wanna be performing in the gym, maybe you're training for a competition yourself, you can't train well if you haven't been sleeping well. Yeah, we hear all the time in this you know program that we're in, how many of the women are reaching a plateau with their weight loss, like they're trying to lose weight and they're plateauing and they start sleeping better. They put in some good sleep routines at night and suddenly the scale starts to move again, right? right. So it is absolutely affecting your health. It can make you feel, have mental fog mm -hmm. the next day. So then you're not making good decisions. It can affect your energy. So maybe it's harder to train a client right. and really motivate them and be that motivator for them if you're feeling sluggish right. and tired. So money stress absolutely affects sleep. Yeah. At Fiscal Fitness, we're obsessed with both fitness and finances, and we believe you can be excited about both too. We've helped thousands of people just like you transform their financial lives without giving up what's most important to them. If you're sick of the status quo, if you're done being on the hamster wheel, and you are ready to see just how easy it is to take the skills you already use to plan your nutrition, training, and overall fitness, and transform those into strategies for gaining control and confidence with your money, join us at becomeaplanmaker.com. The time to get financially strong is now. And maybe you're limiting your own coaching or development or training because of money. So again, not investing in the proper equipment because you feel like you can't afford it or not enjoying your own athlete journey because of money stress. So maybe you are buying those things, but they're going on a credit card, you're regretting them or feeling guilty about them. You are wondering every moment of every day if you should have done that and really beating yourself up and not just really enjoying and appreciating the journey that you're on. Yeah, I mean, just that doubt can really impact everything. Like it makes you think is what I'm doing right now stupid. And so you can't fully immerse yourself in it and you can't really appreciate everything that you're doing because you're questioning every step of the way should I have actually done that? This is really stupid. Maybe I need to stop. Maybe I need to cancel this. Maybe I'm not going to sign up the next time. Maybe my spouse is really mad at me that I keep spending money on this. And when that's the thought process that's going through your mind over and over and over, you better believe that's showing up in a lot of different ways in your life. And I'm going to just elaborate on this a little bit and say it's limiting your own growth because you're looking for inexpensive fixes. Mm. You're looking for maybe not the quick fix, but the cheapest fix instead of the best fix, right? I know for me, um, I had a very major surgery a few years ago and I really needed to rehab, build strength, get strong. It was my major motivation for really pursuing my fitness. And I would sign up for all of these online courses and it was like, $100 and it was a six week online course and I was supposed to follow the nutrition plan and the program. I can't even count the hundreds of dollars that I probably spent on these like online self-paced, no real accountability, no real feedback, no nothing. 
I would sign up for them, half-ass follow through on it, feel horrible about myself that I wasn't getting results, that I wasn't really doing the thing that I said I was gonna do. And I did that for probably a solid 18 months or two years before I finally was like, I just need to like put my money where my mouth is. This is important to me. I've been saying it's important to me. I'm ready to throw down the money, be fully invested in Absolutely. making this progress. And I couldn't have done that if I, we didn't have a good plan for our money. Absolutely, yeah. And then another way that this may be showing up for you and how you live your life is simply not loving your job fully or not owning your passion or not working every day fully in your zone of genius, right? right? Because of stress. So not owning your gifts fully. And we see this sometimes, you know, a client, if they are a business owner, let's say a personal trainer, and they say, I would love to work with this really specific niche, this subset of the fitness industry, but I'm afraid because I can't afford to not train all of these other clients that I have, because so I need to keep them, right? right? But right. I can't fully embrace this niche because financially I need the money. Right, yes, or like keeping a part-time job going because you know like that's, you know, reliable income, it's coming in. You might hate the part-time thing that you're doing, but it feels like you have no other option but to do that. So you're maxed out on your time, you're exhausted, you're stretched really thin, but you can't step away from that because you can't see, like, am I financially able to do this? Can mm -hmm. I really confidently make this change and not have my world fall apart right now? Yes, and I don't know what is up with this. Let's just call this BS out right now. Why do personal trainers, most of them, have part-time jobs? Right. Bartenders, serving. It is because of financial stress, and we've got to fix that in the industry. Right. We have to. Fitness and health is a major pandemic in our world, right? People aren't taking good enough care of themselves. We need personal trainers out there helping them. We need personal trainers doing the work that they're meant to do, not out working right. a second job. It's just part of the fitness industry right now, and I would love to shift that. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, seeing coaches charging what they're worth, and they are worth a lot. Like a good coach that shows up and helps you get results I'll pay for it. I'm glad to pay for it. So let's get more of them out there serving in that way. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, let's see another way that this might be showing up for you is that you are afraid to take risks. So unable to maybe invest in your business, invest in yourself. Um, we, you know, have our business where one of the things that we dreamt of doing for years was to hold retreats. We just love the dynamic of like gathering a crowd together and growing together and supporting one another, creating that community. And we have personally attended a fitness retreat. Kelsa mentioned that in a previous episode. It was amazing. And so it's like one of the goals is to keep doing that every year, go to a fitness retreat, invest in ourselves. And you yourself may want to either attend a retreat yourself or as a coach, want to host your own retreats and get people there. But it can be really risky. Oh, yeah, expensive, right? We just <laughs> put down the deposit actually for next year's retreat mm -hmm. and we're going to Bali, which yes. I'm so excited and it's expensive. And so what happens from a business perspective is you put down a lot of money for deposits and expenses before 
you maybe collect money from right. anybody who registers. And so maybe that is something you would love to do. You would love to host retreats, but you think, I can't take on that risk. Right. I can't afford it. Or how do I pay these deposits? And in this case, this is thousands of dollars without collecting money first. I can't do that. Right? right. Now, there's a whole lot of different strategies we can use to help it so that you're bridging that gap in a really small way so that you're not paying for it out of pocket necessarily. Or you can simply get on a really great financial plan that allows you to afford it where it's not a big deal, it doesn't feel super risky, and you can line up the work that you're doing with the passions that you have and financially support them. Yes, yeah. Another thing that I think shows up when people have this misalignment with their money or aren't really feeling confident with it is that they get to the point of just feeling fed up, right? Feeling exhausted, you've been grinding so hard, you're pushing, you're working nonstop, you maybe don't ever get any days off, you're working all through the weekend, you're working nights, holidays. It is so exhausting that you like reach this wall because you're feeling there's no end in sight, right? Like you feel as though you're doing everything you possibly can, you're bringing in as much money as you can, working so hard, and still you're feeling like, oh, the financial progress I'm making is like so minuscule, or I don't really see it at all. And then I know from experience, what I would do is like, you know, I was working so hard and then it would be, we need a vacation or something like that. And my husband and I would book a vacation and it's like, we had to have some sort of escape or something to look forward to, to like have a break from this constant grind, right? Mm -hmm. Cause you're pushing so hard. So you might allow yourself a little splurge every now and again, or a little indulgence. And then you don't even really get to enjoy it because it's, you're so stressed in the moment that like you get there and you just shut down almost or you're dreading getting back to work and the grind that's right on the other side of it you never really get to recharge and i i feel like it was always this you know sort of thought process of like well i earned this i deserve this we would throw our money towards it not see that we were making any financial progress then on the other side of it and still not even feel that much better from the indulgence that we just allowed ourselves. Yes, and I, this is one challenge that I gave to you when you first started coaching with me back in the day, and now yeah. you're an expert yourself, and so you probably coach others on this, <laughs> but is challenging this idea that that's all you deserve. Right, Like yeah. I believe you deserve even more than that small splurge just to make life tolerable. Like right. I think you deserve to work in your passion every day and to love what you do and to have money in savings so you can confidently make decisions from a place of service for your clients and love for your life and so that you can go take a vacation because you want a vacation not because you need right. a vacation and you sleep better at night i think you deserve all of those things right right and i know one way that feeling fed up shows up is oftentimes this feeling of like, oh, I worked so hard, I thought I was making progress, and then something happens and it ends up going back on a credit card, let's say. Mm -hmm. So you, you eventually can get to this point of like just throwing your hands up and saying, why do I even care? Why yeah. do I care? What's what? Why bother? Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. I'll see. I knew I would never be good at this. I knew right. I'd never get ahead. I knew I couldn't run a business myself. I knew I wouldn't be good at this, right? Like this, this inner critic gets louder and louder the more tired and burnt out you get mm -hmm. and you just get fed up yeah right yes and i know for me the vicious cycle around feeling burnt out was 
working too much because of money, but then feeling like I didn't have enough time, enough time to train properly, right? Or feeling rushed all of the time, not taking care of myself because of time, because I needed to work harder, because I needed the money or felt like we needed the money, Um, not being present in just life in general, like wherever I was with friends or whatever, just always that worry was there and feeling like, I couldn't be present because of that, right? right? And not having enough time where I just was exhausted because I was always on a rat wheel, you know? Um, And I know for me, just realizing that money was a tool to give me more time, Mm -hmm. more happiness, more fulfillment, more pleasure overall, and more money too. Right, yeah, ultimately at the end of the day, it's amazing how that works. I think that probably some of you can relate to at least one or two of these different examples of how this might be showing up in your life, of ways that you're experiencing some financial burnout, some chaos in your financial life. But now that we're aware of it, right, we want to shift and start imagining how different could life be? Like, what would it really look like if those things didn't have to be the norm? It wasn't the reality. If we learn some new habits, shift your mindset, what can we do? to feel and live differently in our financial life. Because you might be thinking that, well, yeah, that all sounds great, but I don't have time to track every dollar or I don't want. So we want to give you some really clear examples of how managing your money better, how easy it can be, and how great it can make your life so that you want to do it. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to hit follow, leave a review, and share us with your favorite gym buddy. For more money strategies and to follow Maya and Kelsa's own fitness journeys, follow us on Instagram. Search Jill underscore fiscal and fit and Kelsa underscore fiscal and fit. And if you're ready to gain control and confidence with your money, join us at becomeaplanmaker.com. Say one, two, three.